there. Thursday. Yes. You, you is be- it? <laughs> Shh, they don't know. It's not How would Thursday. I know? How would they know? How would they know? <laughs> They're going to know. <laughs> How would they know? <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to Hot Tea. Truly edifying arguments for the real Christian walk. If you're watching this, it's Thursday. Unless you're watching it on replay. <laughs> yes. On the replay, then it might not be Thursday. But whatever. It's a day. Um... Welcome back. This is hot tea. You said yes, that. Yes, I said that. You said that. That this is where we are. <laughs> Who are anyway. we? Though? Who are we? Oh, I'm Mikey. Oh, and I'm KK, your host. <laughs> awesome. Glad to have you guys back with us for we another are week. Super excited to be here with you all. Yay! Clap, 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 clap. We need to have that in the background. We should Soundtrack. have an applause. <gasps> and so we have oh a live gosh. audience, and we can hold up the sign like Can applause, we just have Colin cut. go yay? <laughs> no, we'll, try, we'll have Colin do that. Um. So yeah. Uh, what is today? What is new today? There's several things that are new. First of all, let's let's get into this backdrop. Ooh. How adorable is that? Well, this right? isn't gonna be new when they see it. Oh, oh well. It'll be new tomorrow. You know tomorrow. <laughs> it's new to you now. <laughs> Anywho, um, so yeah. Also, what else is new? Oh, we have a popping natural hair gang going on here. Gang, gang. You know, my curls don't want to act right because of the humidity. Bobbiana but we still popping out here. Okay. Bobbiana's right. out here. What is today's topic, cousin? Today's topic is distraction and delay. Dun, dun, dun. I don't like them D words. I don't like that. Before we get into that, though, let's go ahead and go straight into prayer. I always say it correctly. Bow your heads and close your eyes. Yeah. <clears throat> no shame. Um, Heavenly Father, shady. we thank you for this day. We ask that you uh, would be here and be present with us as we already know you are sitting right here in between us. Um, we ask that you would have your way during this during this uh, topic on today and that you would use it for your glory. Use it to encourage and inspire your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry, Holy Spirit. I'll put stuff on yeah, your lap. He's sitting in his seat. Let me get my I leg over. He has some room. You want a pillow, Holy Spirit? Okay, he said he good. He said he's the comforter. Don't he don't need words no. in his mouth. He said he the comforter. He don't need no, um, no pillow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, kick us off, cousin. What are we doing? So, we distraction about? and delay. So, I guess let's go right into what that means mm-hmm. first, right? Okay. So, a lot of times you'll receive a word or an order or a suggestion from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And within that, you will be distracted and delayed obedience is disobedience. So you will be disobedient to that and then cause delay for either one, your promise or what Well, God will never be delayed. Like we obviously God's purpose, but, you know, he's going to still find his way. Mm-hmm. He going to make it happen. But you cause delay in your life and, and things that you want and that you want to get done or you want to see come into mm-hmm. fruition. Okay, and then so you, okay, you, you already spoke on distraction and how that causes delay. Yeah. Okay, so um, just right off the bat, what are some things that you feel like are distracting that leads to delay? So personally, you, personally I yeah. can honestly say social media mm. definitely is a huge distraction. And what have you done about that? Yeah, we both know I ain't on no social media. <laughs> notice here's the Unfindable. thing and here's the thing that i know i know about me when it comes to social media i only want so i've been off social media for about almost a year now and the only time i want to get on social media is when i my motives are never pure mm, look at me hey look at me it's like i'm about to stun on them like they don't even know like wait they, till they see this sleep wake wait up till they see this <laughs> wait till they see this let, me, let me schedule this post <laughs> Like, so nobody misses exactly beat. so i know like there's no for me internally at this moment because mm-hmm. god can use it later and you know but at this moment it's only pure distraction 
for me to get a result of manipulation. Mm. Different story, but when you do things with a certain purpose, it's definitely manipulation. So mm-hmm. I know false for motives. false motives. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact if I get on the gram right now, yeah, I'm gonna post the illest pic. I'm gonna get everybody in my DMs flooded on where she been at. Ah ah ah. Let me mm-hmm. see. Let me see. And it only comes from a place of insecurity. Mm. You're being very vulnerable tonight. Okay. A little bit. Listen, I'm feeling like Oprah. Hold up. No. <laughs> a little bit. How do you feel about that? Right. And TV. TV as mm. well i see a lot of the things of um so kk knows um at least maybe once or twice a year i'll shut down from the entire world for a week two Even weeks me. who knows yeah the world gets shut down if you don't come to this address you won't see me yeah because i don't got no gps because my phone be off like i literally cut my phone off um the few people who are like the closest to me know they get an alert because they get mad when i don't give them an alert they be like where you been i thought something happened so now i give them an alert like hey guys i'm shutting down so and then i just focus in on the things of god but so those are certain things that distract excuse me distract me what about i'm actually going to touch on social media for me too i um actually noticed that a little bit different from you i'll use social media as like a filler like if i'm bored or you know and then next thing you know it's hours and hours upon hours of scrolling and what's interesting is then this is how you know they've cracked the code i'll be on social media and not want to be on social media because it's boring <laughs> just mm-hmm. scrolling and scrolling and scrolling it's just like i developed that habit of just having my phone in my hand and so i noticed and i need to get, get back to doing this is i started putting restrictions on myself and so i would say okay i can only be on social media during the week and then i can have it on the weekend but then nevertheless i can i can stay solid with that plan for for a season and then all of a sudden i'm like well let me pop in let me just and a pop in turns into another habit and i don't feel like there's anything wrong with being on social media but when you have other productive things to be doing there is something wrong (laughs) and so i find that if i restrict myself then i have enough time to do other things that are more productive like i said okay i'll i'll pull away from social media because i used to have this goal where i want to read a book like at least once a month like a new book of course in addition to my word of course um and so now i'm trying to put those things in play to get back on track with those plans because i think that it was very helpful and it made me realize that one i'm not missing out on nothing because you you leave social media for a while and then you come back and you're like it's the same thing going on and then it's just like it's just i don't know i have nothing against it i think it's a wonderful tool uh, that can be used for good things but if indulged in too regularly it's very distracting from things that i can be doing for my purpose um so you spoke a little bit about how in the intro you said okay how the lord can give you something to do and you too busy being distracted right mm-hmm. you want to touch on that a little bit more because i got something to say about that <laughs> well one thing i want to say about social media before i jump right to there is that social media is very addictive i don't know if you've seen the documentary on netflix about like Ooh, social so- dilemma social dilemma it's a good one and it's super addictive and the fact is like when i was just saying a minute ago how i shut down like the entire social media gang i'll come back with things in mind this is what i used to because i used to be i'm like when i come back oh i'm only gonna get on social at this time and i'm gonna set these limits next thing i know i'm deep in like i never left mm-hmm. it's so crazy yep so definitely check those like cause it's little micro addictions but yeah. um to your question sorry what was it again when the lord tell you to do something but you're too distracted what was the question i think i wanted to know like What's your experience been with that? Child. Because that's where I, that's the season of life that I'm kind of in and I became aware of. Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to make corrective measures to. to I don't to even want to call that my distraction. I want to call that my delay. 
Okay. Well, I will have to second that notion. Delay. Because sometimes the Lord gives me something to it. And it's not that I'm distracted. It's that I'm procrastinating. Mm. It's that I'm delaying whatever it is. Or I'm distracted from him. And not even in like I'm going to be on social, but I'm just distracted with life. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, this is this. And I'll get to God later. And I'll get to, I'll pray later. And I'll, I'll meditate later. And I'll get to the intimacy with God later. And then it's like, mm, now I'm tired. Oh, God, let's do it in the morning. Oh, I don't want to wake up. Like, it's so much in that, in the, the distraction of life mm-hmm. causes delay with the life maker, the life giver. Right? And you put God on the back burner for things that are quote unquote tangible when God can give you so much more. Right. So for instance, with me moving here, God told me to move here years before I moved. Mm. And, um, God had to make it happen. Like God was like, listen, I'm giving you no No other other option, option but to bring your butt back to Georgia. So, on the midnight train on the midnight train of georgia and i was really in a place where i wasn't hearing god anymore and god was like what's the last thing i told you what was the last thing i told you facts what was less so i literally Mm. delayed because who knows what god had for me and how far further i can be in my relationship had you moved when he told you had i moved when he told me to move that's facts that is cold hard facts I um I can totally relate to where you are, where, where you where you've been, and where you currently are. Um, and I want to touch on what you said, which was so huge. I I started realizing that I was delayed, but okay, how can I say this? I noticed that I was delayed, and I had to trace it back to where I fell off, and it was my prayer life. Okay. And I think we touched on this in a previous episode where I realized like things were getting like my life felt like it was starting to get a little shaky and in shambles because I hadn't I had stopped doing my prayers in the morning or I I had started you know getting too lax with my prayer life and with I think we talked about okay to fire that up again start praying in the spirit more um and that is still something that I'm working on that was season finale yeah so um you have to go back to square one because one thing I always have to remember because I can easily get caught up in a religious spirit where I can just start thinking that doing 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 things for God is where he wants me like is where I need to be which doing things for God is of course he's called us to do things but he can care less about what we do if we're not in relationship with him I don't want your sacrifice I want your he can care less about the he he wants you to fulfill your calling but at what cost for you to be distant from him no and so and then I always overthink everything so I'm like well I haven't I, I can start off with good intentions but I'm going to pray every day I'm going to read my word every day and then it can easily become a religious thing for me where I'm still separated from God and then I feel like that continues to it's cause like, well, delay I, I read my word check yeah. did that check yeah like, and he's yeah. like I'm glad that you're doing this daughter but I just want you to just sit and be with me and I'm like but I'm trying, I don't have things to do for you right and he's like pause and so I came to that understanding just very recently like okay I've been praying all these prayers and decreeing all these things over my life. But once again, what is the last thing he told me to do? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'll just share a few of those, a few of those things for me personally. I know the Lord has called me to write. I had launched the blog maybe two years ago and with COVID and then a lot of life changes. I had kind of took a long sabbatical from my writing. And then, but the, during that time in like one off times, the Lord, the Holy Spirit would drop a, a topic in my in my spirit and I would jot it down. And so my phone is filled with different topics and I finally had made the the effort to move all of those topics from my phone to a spreadsheet 
And then as I started to try to work on it, it wasn't sounding right. And I was like, well, I want to post it, but I got to get my, I got to get my, my website back revamped and I got to do all these things first. Right. And then, so I remember being in um, the scriptures one day and I came across Ecclesiastes 11, four through six. And it says farmers who wait for perfect weather, never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. And so here I am trying to be be a perfectionist, and the Lord is just saying, "Do what I told you to do." And I haven't never gone like you ain't gonna never you ain't gonna never get to where because He's promised me other things with this gift that He's given me to write. He's promised me all these grand things, and I'm like trying to focus on how I'm gonna get there. But if I don't be faithful in the small things, and I I get it, like I He knows that I'm a creative person, and I don't want to put out no foolery. I want things to look good, but I guess ultimately what He wants me to do is just be obedient, like write it post it and i'm just like but lord it ain't cute like write it (laughs) post it so that's me for right now that's true it's a bunch of small steps that lead to big steps and a lot of times we are afraid to do the small steps and we delay the small steps because we're looking for the biggest step Mm -hmm. it's like i need to be here but this it's literally like when people say crawl before you walk like as a baby you gotta crawl first crawl you gotta like you gotta be held yeah gotta do your little Tummy time, mm-hmm. do your little leg thing. First, start crawling. Then it's like, oop, I'm <laughs> you gonna walking. fall a bit. You gonna get up, right? And now I'm walking. And yeah. then once you start walking, then you running because kids love to run. And mm-hmm. now all you're doing is running, but you never thought about running until you started crawling. That's facts. And I, I think for me also, to kind of touch back on the intimacy piece. I was getting caught up in trying to like, okay, okay, again, going back to the writing. I would sit down and I was like, well, Lord, I don't feel like this passion like I used to feel to do it. I don't feel the the oomph, the desire, but that comes from a place of intimacy with the Lord. It, that's why I had to go back to square one. Like my prayer life needs to be reestablished. And then the Lord will start, you know, giving me creative ideas, telling me how to write whatever it is I'm writing. And it won't be such a frustrating process. So, right, so let's just pray the desire. The Lord stir up the desire of your heart for him. Amen. And the intimacy, intimacy with him, because at the end of the day, whether you write or not, mm-hmm. I've done this in your name. I wrote blogs in your name, Lord. Mm-hmm. I did. I was yeah. I was doing podcasts in your, in your name. name. Get away from me. <laughs> I, I never, never knew, knew you. you. You didn't you didn't follow my instruction, my divine instruction. You never kicked it in my presence. Never. You didn't listen to what I told you to write. You just you wrote didn't what you wanted. You did what you wanted to do. You just did what you wanted to do. You did what you wanted to do. So, I had an idea uh, when I was thinking about this topic. I thought about three different types of delay. Talk about it with the people. I'll be right back. Okay. So I thought about three different topics of delay, right? And so demonic delay was one thing that came to my mind. Divine delay is another thing that came to mind and delay that is caused by disobedience. And so to kind of touch on these pieces, one, let's, let's just talk about the disobedience piece since we were just discussing that briefly. Um, when we delay on anything that God has told us to do, it's considered disobedience to him. And so, like my cousin was saying, when she was asking God, you know, praying out to God, he was telling her, like, what was the last thing I told you to do? Sometimes, like, and I've heard pastors say this before, like, sometimes God is silent because you haven't responded and moved in action to what he, what he told you to do prior. And so delay through disobedience, I think is one of the most commonest, common things that we can um, find ourselves in. Um, and it's, it's a very easy slope to slip in because we think that 
the minor things that God tells us to do if we don't do those things we think that oh, okay this is just a minor thing I'll get to it I'll get to it the next day I'll get to it the, the next week the next month but the, but God still looks at that as disobedience come on back cousin <laughs> you already walked across the screen the first time you might as well walk past again anyway she's back um so yeah I was just telling the people about the three different types of delay that I've I've experienced in my life and the three different types of delay that I feel like are common I heard the demonic so we're, we're going to talk about that next so i was just talking finishing up the disobedience delay caused through disobedience and like we were just sharing um and so yeah so i feel like you know just be careful take inventory of the things that the lord has told you to do already instead of going into prayer asking him for the next step like okay i'll tell him myself i've been praying and asking god okay lord what's next for my career what's next for my career what's next for my career and he and i feel like you know although i do a good job i had started to get very lax and mm. scriptures say work as though you're working to the lord right and i started noticing also sometimes my attitude is not the best at work and so why would i be praying for another opportunity if i haven't mastered or you know haven't been faithful the way that the lord has called me to be faithful with the job that i have currently um so take inventory where you are what the lord has called you to do what the lord has told you to do prior and see you know start to get those things in motion start to you know pull out those projects pull out those ideas and pray over those things and ask the lord to help you guide guide you through it so yeah um i guess we could pick up on let's let's before we get to demonic delay let's talk about divine delay so i immediately thought about the story of hannah which i believe was samuel's mom yes for the longest she was barren right Mm -hmm. and she was praying to god praying to god praying to god for a child praying to god for a child but what i noticed about hannah and her story was when she decided to release samuel to god is when he let her become pregnant and i'm like oh that's interesting and i used to to think like well why why would the lord just now answer her prayer after that and it made me think okay maybe there was a sense of idolatry in hannah's heart for having a child and maybe the lord saw okay maybe the lord saw that she didn't have the the purest of intentions because you know remember the other the other wife was basically teasing her for not having a child and um she had multiple children and i thought mm-hmm. i just thought it was mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. that that's not samuel that's that is samuel. that's samuel oh yeah, yeah it's, it's samuel. samuel in my mind you the, said samson uh-uh, i was uh-uh. like a samson's samuel. mom was praying for a child too but yeah. yes that's samuel not yeah. samson sorry yeah and but so yeah. then when she decided she was like okay lord if i'm gonna have this child i will dedicate him back to you fully and the lord boom she got pregnant she did what she said she was gonna do she literally gave her son to the temple. He became one of the greatest prophets of like, I think the first one, the first or the greatest. I can't remember. He's the one that anointed David. And so he did. Samuel he was David and anointed Saul. And then later on, she had other children. And so it just made me think like, okay, are there any idols in my heart? Because sometimes good things can become idols, good ideas like marriage. You know, you want to have all these great things in your life. Um, and I feel like the Lord really wants to give us the desires of our heart, especially when those things are good and going to bring him glory. But if your intentions are to just, you know, I don't know, Hannah's case, have a child just because the other wife had a child or, you know, um, I'm just thinking that was shameful. Yeah, that I mean, was very shameful. It's still a little shameful to this day. Like sometimes a lot of women feel inferior when they can't have a child. Like I don't feel complete as a woman. Like yeah. I'm not doing because like as a woman, a lot of times you're your job is to bring forth children and so when you can't it definitely feels like you know you're less in lack then but Mm -hmm. absolutely like that could definitely been yeah and you know i don't know that experience i'm not gonna come for hannah but i just i equated it to other things in my life like like i'm believing god for all these other things in my life and the moment i decided to surrender those things i feel like the lord can trust me with them and so i feel like some things that are delayed in my life 
may or may not have been because either my motives were impure or maybe I didn't have the full maturity for those things Mm. or maybe the Lord can just see like hey I need to like really groom her in this area or it could just be that it's an idol and the Lord not finna give you no idol or maybe (laughs) it's the say we were born for such a time as this Mm -hmm. he had bigger plans that we just didn't understand because his ways are not our ways ways. his His thoughts are not our thoughts Mm -hmm. they're higher and so maybe none of that was in Hannah's heart Mm -hmm. maybe God knew I need to bring forth Samuel and the timing is just not right yet. Yeah. And I've, I've heard and believed that, too. I feel like you can do all you can. You can fast. You can pray. You can be the best daughter of Christ. And sometimes it's just not your season or it's just not. And maybe you're not even the one causing delay. I literally was just listening to this podcast the other day. And a, a prophet was like, for my single women out there, um, God has heard your prayers for marriage. And uh, he had men prepared, but they disqualified themselves. And replacements are coming. <laughs> Yo, Uncle Nate. No, Uncle Nate did a Bible study about that. So sometimes oh, it ain't even you causing your delay. It's somebody else. Fault. He goes, okay. So Uncle Nate did a Bible study about that mad years ago, and he was like, "I'm gonna use Simone for an example." He was like, "Let's say you supposed to marry Simone, mm-hmm. and Simone acted up. Yep. He gonna send somebody else, to replace and that person's gonna come through." And I was like, "Wait, so is you getting second best or something like that? Like you get like, best best? You can be like Simone, like even flipping. So you were supposed to marry Simone, mm-hmm. you." messed up and then the lord sent me yeah yeah and now i'm simone's wife mm-hmm. and it's just it like it can be like that right because the lord gonna get his children the best right he was like you know kenesha over there look she out there dropping it low again <laughs> and not me there kayla she. over there <laughs> i told her to wait till marriage listen look she out there probably yeah. locking it again so, so now i gotta send him somebody who's locking in purity there you go. But so, it might not even be you causing your delay. It could be a divine delay, but not caused by you. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, so, divine delay. Any personal experience with that, you think? Well, divi- I wouldn't know until well, eternity. No. And God was like, listen, this was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's supposed to be you here, 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 and here. But I also, like you were saying earlier, God works everything out for our good. Yeah. So, even if there is a delay, even if we went left when he said right, it, we might have to go through a wilderness experience where it take us 40, 40 years, 11 days. But ultimately, God's will is going to come to pass um, all the time. Always, always, always. I think about Jonah. Okay. Yeah. And um, how he got him. Mm-hmm. Sam the Nineveh, he was pushing it off. Ain't going. Hop on a boat. I, I, I. God's will still prevail. He will get swallowed up by a big fish. To touch on Jonah even further, though, and I'm glad he finally swallowed his pride mm-hmm. and went to go get the, deliver the word to Nineveh. But that makes me think about how many people are waiting on you to do what you're supposed to do. Ooh. And I just really came for myself. You how came for yourself because I definitely just gave writing. you the word. I just gave you. How many people waiting on my writing? Plus, can I? How many people waiting on your acting? Can I? Can I? Can I be? A, can I? Can I be? Don't, a little, don't call me. Can out. I be a little shady? Nah. Can I be a little shady? You can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you, uh, shade. I'll let you go ahead and shade my, go ahead. Shade so me. I got a word for KK, uh, last week that literally said her mama's blessings is waiting for her obedience. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. She holding up the pipeline. Mm. <laughs> you Help me, Lord. So it really be like that. Like somebody has your blessing sometimes mm. and they're in disobedience. Yeah. So like, let's say, for instance, there's a, there's a story that I heard um, from somebody at a church. And it was a man and his family. And they had went on a road trip 
they had ran out of gas or money and stuff like that. So they were somewhere, and then another person, a God, was coming, saw him. The Lord told him, give him $100. Mm-hmm. He didn't know why. He was just like, this makes no sense. So he gives the man $100. The man tells him, I prayed. The Lord told me to stand here, and somebody's going to give me $100. Look at that. Now, God got him the $100. Amen. The, pr- the blessing came through some somebody. Well, that's another whole lesson, because some people might miss their blessing mm-hmm. waiting for God to drop it out the sky when yeah, God generally sends somebody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes you're the blessing. Yeah. And so if I'm the blessing and God told me to go give this man $100, but I don't want to get out my bed. Mm. I'm just I like, just go to the store tomorrow. I'm going to go tomorrow. Mm. God's like, get up. Go over there. Get up. Go over there. Like, and so the... More of the story, God's going to get that man $100. It's not going to be me. It's going to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to make it happen. But the fact is, I've missed the opportunity to be used to be by blessing. God. Yeah. And, and now to grow my faith. And to grow my faith. Yeah. And now God can't even trust me sometimes. Yeah. And now, now it'll be a, a, it might be another moment, time, long, longer time from now that the Lord gives you that opportunity. Hey, you want to, because he's like, I can't, I can't trust her. She be asleep. Like, she's tired. She always sleep. Let her sleep. What does it say? It's a Another scripture. folding of the hands. Yeah. On the eyes. <laughs> yeah. And poverty yep. will overtake you. A little extra sleep, a little extra slumber, and poverty <laughs> gonna pounce. Right. Okay. And but it be like that. Oh, I don't want to go today. I don't feel mm-hmm. like it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Why put up tomorrow? What you could do today? Tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's tomorrow, like. And you and you delay somebody else's blessing. Yeah. By your disobedience, and then now you take your. You can't be really trusted by God. I'm not gonna say he ain't gonna trust you again, cause of course he will. Yeah, he but he will. But now it's just like, come on, man. Right. Now the angels is laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> they like you gonna Look call. You gonna call on her again, <laughs> Lord? You know she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now let like, me call my daughter. Let me call my. I know my daughter can do it. You sure? You sure? <laughs> I like to see it. That's funny. You told her to bless who? <laughs> not the angels. I'm screaming. <laughs> Shout out to the angels that's in the room right now. Right. Um, Just playing, yeah. I'm screaming. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great. Um, and then lastly, demonic delay. Mm. Now, this right here. You know who you think of immediately? Do you think of the same person I think of? One, two, three. Daniel. Daniel. Hey, we cut this for real. <laughs> who read the word? Uh, <laughs> think about my boy Daniel. Living living righteously, right? He out here in this demonic Babylon land. And he's like, I'm not going to bow down to these guys. I'm not going to disrespect my Lord and Savior. So how about this? I'm going to put the chicken, Chick-fil-A aside. First of all, you can't eat. use Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A is blessed by God. Next. He, gonna put, he put the chicken aside, Popeye's okay. aside. Pa- okay, Popeye. And he picked up mm-hmm. some salad for a little season. Okay. And he said, I'm not going to eat y'all food. I'm not going to do what y'all do. I'm going I'm to consecrate because that's not a fast. He consecrated for 21 days. And he was told 21 days later oh we heard your prayer day one day one my boy we heard you day one one but the principality i got into it with the principality and i've been fighting him for 21 days i had right. to send another messenger angel to let you know i heard you but we had to we had to rumble we had to tussle for you. it was a little tussle your prayer's been heard and we working on it word but the enemy didn't want him to prevail word so boom, so demonic delay yeah a lot of times you might not be thinking that you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. or God didn't hear my prayers. Sometimes it might be a little tussle. Yep. Might be some That's spiritual warfare tussle. right hand. But D- Daniel's prayers helped them come through. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that reminds me of the scripture that say prayer without ceasing. Pray, Pray without, without ceasing. ceasing. Because, uh, and I, I love um, 
the quote that Tiffany Montgomery, I always say, major shout out to Tiffany Montgomery, when she said, um, your season isn't seen as proclaimed. Mm. Your your new season isn't seen as proclaimed. And what she means by that is continue to declare what the Lord has promised, not what you see. Um, because what you see, the enemy loves to use what you see currently to make you, make you assume or think that the Lord has not heard you and to think that the Lord is not um, listening to your prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely is listening to you. And there's another um, girl I follow on YouTube. Um, I think her name is Lala love um, this message that she gave from the Lord. She gave a prophetic message and basically she was saying like the Lord hears our prayers. And when he hears our prayers, it's like, he's taking them as building blocks and he's just using our prayers to, to like, as we're praying, he's continued to build. Like he's always working. And so if you cease to pray, it's just like, okay, my daughter, I'm trying to build, build, build the thing for you, but you got to keep praying. Like keep trusting me. Like sometimes it's like we said earlier, it's not that I don't hear you. It's that I'm working. Or it's not the timing or, or, you know, like for I'm praying for a new job. I'm waiting for this person to leave so that I can bless you. I mean, you know how, like, sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm the only Christian in the room, but it could be other believers at my job and the Lord is trying to wait for them, his children in there to be set and mm-hmm. then move the other child, you know? So it's just a small example, but yeah. It makes me think of two things. Go ahead. One, Matthew, maybe 19, maybe not. <laughs> she know the address. She know the house, <laughs> not the address. Shout out to Christina. Right. Um... <laughs> And where Jesus was like talking to the disciples about prayer, and this is like when you go to your homie house, and it's like knock you knocking on the door, like, hey, I got some homies that came into town, I need some bread. And mm-hmm. they like, go, to, I'm tired, the door shut, my kids asleep, like this ain't the time. Just come back tomorrow. Knock, 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 knock. They gonna give you the bread because you annoying them enough. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you yeah. gotta annoy God. Yeah. <laughs> like God. I need that bread. I need that. Uh, that uh, I need that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Yo, <laughs> the kids asleep. The door's closed. Come back. To, no, 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 no. You're going to, you have to persist. That's pray yeah. without ceasing. And that also makes me think of Horton Hears a Who. Oh, I like that book and movie. Right. Excellent movie. Um, Horton Hears a Who. You got to understand there's these Who's. Who? Who feel? There's these Who's. And they live on a speck that's floating mm-hmm. through space. And Horton mm-hmm. catches them on um, a clover. Mm-hmm. Or more like those plants. Whatever those things are. One I of like those, those things. I think they dandelion? I don't know. Yeah. And it was given one of those, you know, yeah, the little ones little that you make the things. wishes on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, he catches them. And he's like, I heard something. And he's like, the people are like, what? And they're like, no, I heard something. So everybody think Horton crazy. And they're like, yo, you, you, you got to. It's, wow. There's no spec. There's no life. There's nothing there. You're bugging out. You gotta go. So the kangaroo, she was like the antagonist of uh-huh. the situation, and so she's like, Horton, we gotta take that spec from Horton because ah ah ah, whatever. This has nothing to do with what I'm about to talk about, but I just gotta give you the backstory. What's going on? So Horton is like, they like, we can't hear nothing, right? They hear nothing. So more of the story. People also can't hear what you hear mm. and they didn't get the word that you got come on sit on that for a second mm. but so as that marinates so nobody can hear the speck but horton mm. only horton heard from god sorry that's a, i find revelation dun, in everything dun, dun, dun. sometimes you're the only person well. in your circle in your family who's hearing from the lord mm. and that sometimes even in your church because sometimes your church ain't hearing from god but if god told you to do something and you know it's god because it's gonna definitely um Come not contradict the word, mm-hmm. but it's going to be confirmed by the mm-hmm. word or confirmed in other ways that it was God. Follow God. 
So Horton knew what he heard, and no one can tell Horton what he ain't here. So they tie Horton up. They take, they try to take the speck, mm. right? And so they got, they were gonna dump it in some boiling oil, and everybody gonna die. So he's like, "Listen, guys, they can't hear you. Mm. Y'all have to make." The noise. noise. Y'all gotta get loud so out here. So everybody in the town starts making noise. Mind you, the mayor of Whoville, they didn't believe him mm. when he was saying, We on a speck and there's an elephant holding us. They like, What's an elephant? And they like <laughs> But they didn't believe him neither. So either way, now they know they're going to die because they're having these crazy weather changes. Mm-hmm. Everything's happening, global warming. And all this other stuff is going on on their speck. And they're like, oh, shoot, something's really up. So Horton starts, they could hear Horton. So giving backstory. So anyway, so the mayor's like, y'all got to make noise or it's a wrap for us. So everybody in the town is making noise, making noise, making noise, making noise, making noise. They still cannot hear them they playing the drums they playing the cymbals they got everything mm. they got the who's what's it they got the make fiddles everything is happening and so no one can hear them and then it's the mayor's son who's estranged he just does his own thing he goes to the top of a building now mind you all the sound is building and building and building and it's like a bubble of sound but they can't hear them because the bubble has not burst. And as soon as the sun mm. goes, yep, he lets it out. It bursts the bubble and, and all the sound hear. comes flooding we through. We, we, are we, we are here. We are here. We are here. And everyone can hear them. Yeah. And I say that all to say that sometimes your prayers mm. are going and going and going and it's building and it's this bubble that has not burst yet. Mm. And it's like the moment you stop, you don't know where that bubble is because it's right about to pop. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's on, about what? to pop that bubble and every prayer, everything mm. that you've been petitioning and giving up to the Lord and declaring it's falling on you. It is coming to you, but you stopped praying. Amen. Amen. Oof. Now you in that bubble of oil and stuff and y'all dead. Because mm. I ain't want to let out that yet. And you know what's funny to me? Um, I feel like the Lord, well, I know for a fact, he puts up, he tells us to do things not to be, me and my mom was just talking about this. He tells us to do things not to be a dictator but because of love. And so when you hear things like pray without ceasing, it's like, well, I don't feel like praying today. That is, that's actually an instruction for you to help combat the enemy. Like your prayers build your faith. Your prayers keep your words pure. Like we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. If you're not praying, then that gives the enemy a a, a doorway, like a, like a, maybe not even a full door, maybe like a little crack in the window. Like, okay, she's not praying. All right, I can slip this lie in real quick. Or, oh, 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 she feeling a little depressed today or a little sad today. Boom. This is the perfect time for me to attack her with the how how the Lord forgot about her, how the Lord ain't hearing her. And then, you know, I get it. As humans, we can get in those seasons where we really honestly, you you really hold on to God's unchanging hand like the old people used to say back in the day. And you really hold on by a thread, right? But you got to stay in the game, stay in the fight. And sometimes the fight looks different in every season. I've been asking God, what does the fight look like for me this season? You know, one season you might be really warring hard, like fasting and praying all the time. Or one season might just be praise and worship. One season might just be prayer or all of those things, of course. But know the strategy for the season. I think a lot of times we delay and distract ourselves because we don't feel worthy of the promise. Absolutely. Mm. That's good. I got a scripture for that. Go ahead. Ooh, go ahead. Oh, um, so <laughs> that was all I was really going to say about that. But 
you just reminded me of what Paul told Timothy. Um, in Second Timothy for, uh, 1 and 6, Paul tells Timothy, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the through the through the laying on my hands. Um, basically Paul laid hands on Timothy. He basically gave him the prophetic gift everything, <laughs> calling, boom, the Lord said you're gonna do this, do this. Fan those into flame. Like whatever the Lord has gifted you with, you might think is so small and insignificant. And the Lord is like, fan that into flames. Just be diligent. Be faithful over that thing and watch me use it for my glory and your good. A lot of times we don't even know our gifts because we're not even spending time with God. Mm. So you haven't even expanded on the power and the levels of your gift. Like, I know what my gift is and I have not even stepped into it. Yeah. Because I'd be like in and out of intimacy with God. Mm. And God's like, child. Just come on. Just do something. Like, yeah. And then sometimes I find myself, you know what? I got to get into God's face because I got to get my gift working. What? Like, yeah. that's the way. I've been the doing that same way, too. Motive. And it's just like. Yeah. Do, so somebody had asked me. It was so funny because I was talking to somebody. Um, and I was like, you know, right now I feel like I'm like my relationship with God isn't as strong. Like, I feel like God isn't really a priority in my life. Mm -hmm. And they were mm -hmm. amazing where they like started listing the things that I do for God and like, you know, the time I spend with God. It's like, oh, you mm -hmm. know, it's going great. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, no, it's not enough. It's not enough. That's how I feel. And not even in action, like in, in works. In the fact that it's like I thought about it, like I literally meditated on it and it was like like having a husband. Mm hmm. So Which if, the scripture says he is until we get so earthly ones. Let's say God is my husband. Well, let's just put a husband, right? Just think of a husband. I have a husband. And he's my husband in name. I feed him. Mm -hmm. I make sure he's good. You come home every night. Huh? You come home? I come home every night. Okay. And I feed him. Mm -hmm. And I make sure his laundry's folded. Like, he wants for nothing. But I haven't taken the time to talk to him. Yeah. I haven't spent time with him. I haven't cuddled up and said hey how was your day yeah i haven't unfolded the innerness of his mind and his heart i just did my duty as his wife yeah that's good that's good and then of course in that scenario now you need something and now it's awkward to go and ask hey babe <laughs> hey, so i know i really haven't talked to you in a while right but um and that was transactional got a couple things i need that's a transactional relationship. Yeah. And this is a little tip for ladies. Men do not like to be transactional with people that, with women that they love. Mm -hmm. God does not want a transactional relationship with you. The moment mm -hmm. it feels transactional, it feels icky. Yeah. It's and then like, he'll start to distance or he be will. quiet. And he'll start, he'll start treating you funny. Mm -hmm. Cause he's just like, what? Like, all right, well, give me something. <laughs> now it's, cause it's a transaction. It's like, we don't have an intimacy. We don't mm -hmm. have anything built. We're trans I don't really know you like that. I don't know you like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you want to be like, oh, well, God, I need this. Well, where have you been? Right. Well, yeah, hello. Hi. Yeah, you <laughs> made dinner. Yeah, you folded the clothes. You did your podcast. You put on praise and worship music. Like, mm -hmm. you did your duty mm -hmm. as my wife, but you weren't. And your relationship is bound to fail. Because mm -hmm. now you're not having that connection. You're not building that intimacy. You're not pair bonding with that person. Yeah. You're just Existing. doing what needs to yeah. be done. Yeah. And I, I know that even God in his grace still honors understands and love you loves us in that place because that's the place that i'm that's the season that i'm in and out of right now mm -hmm. um i know he still loves us in that place he still you know will use us in that place but how much greater would it be 
to be 10 towns down in your relationship with the Lord and then receive the blessing because then you know that there's nothing there's no amount of money there's no amount of fame there's no person there's no spouse that can ever replace him and then it's just so many more blessings that come with that I could be 100% honest right here and right now in that there was a season me and the Lord's relationship was just so juicy Mm. like it was so I remember those years too it was so yummy and like it always happens after I come off my phone Mm. (laughs) doing it though because you got so much time because I'm just with the I'm just literally with the Lord like imagine locking in with your husband like those of y'all who were like had a husband during quarantine and y'all was just locked in husband that they loved even if you didn't love right because a lot of divorces came out uh-huh. of quarantine because we were so locked in right and being that and it's just unfolding and it's sitting so juicy and so yummy and i'm sitting with the lord in the cool of the day and it's mm-hmm. like i can literally go and i can hear god speak to me it's to just my like, heart yeah literally i i've never prophesied in my life until i got close with the lord mm-hmm. i didn't know i had i could prophesy i didn't know that was a gift i didn't know that was something that i was p- capable of yeah until and it wasn't even on my mind because my relationship wasn't built on i want to see if i can prophesy yeah but i was just pure prophesying by being close with god that's good it um this reminds me of a scripture that i'm i'm that i'm up i want to I want to have as a testimony in this season. Uh, you just touched on something that I remember like a season in my life where it was just like that with God. Like it was just, I can literally feel and hear him draw me. Like I can feel the Holy Spirit say this exact thing. So there's a scripture in Psalms, um, Psalms 27, eight through nine. Uh, well, Psalms 27, seven through eight. It says, hear my voice when I call. Oh no, no, no. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Psalms 27 and eight. It says, my heart says of you seek his face your face uh, seek my face in my hold on sorry lord sorry y'all this is not the version that i wanted to read i gotta read the version that makes sense to me commercial break and we back okay (laughs) (laughs) okay psalm 27 a says my heart has heard you say come and talk with me and my heart responds lord i am coming and this has happened to me before in my life in a season of my life where my life was actually literally in shambles but I had so much joy because I was spending so much time in prayer and it would be times where like I would come out of prayer and I would just be sitting chilling watching a movie and I can just feel the Holy Spirit draw me like the weight of the Holy Spirit would just come in the room and tears would just stream and I go straight in my prayer closet Ah. and I'd be in there for hours and it was like no false motives he knew the things that I needed in that season, but I can just fully trust him in the midst of the storm. And it was a beautiful, it was the most beautiful season of my life. And then fast forwarding, and it's right in line with this topic. Shortly after I came out of that rough season and, you know, the Lord came through and it was like, you know, of course you rejoice. You, 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 the blessing comes and you, you have good intentions to keep that intimacy with the Lord. But now you're distracted. Now you're busy. And I remember looking up months later, like, how did I get here? And God's so like, I shouldn't have gave her nothing. Right, right. <laughs> just drifted. Right. And I can promise you to this day, it wasn't intentional. It's just the little things mm-hmm. that came and distracted. That like came that. and caused delay. So and next thing you know, it's from me being in prayer for hours to now I'm trying to fit in time with the Lord. I'm praying on my way to work instead of. And think being about in how that feels for you. Because, like, God is a jealous guy, and I know how I am, mm-hmm. but I don't get attention. And I'm like, what? What is this? <laughs> I, don't what like I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I hate it here. I hate it here. <laughs> what is this? Straight pout mode. What are you giving me? Right. Right? And, like, so I think about God. Like, God's like, I should have mm. never gave her that job. 
Right. She over Because if I gave you something and you using it and you're not giving. <laughs> tight. Mm. So, like, y'all got to understand. God ain't going to throw a tantrum. Like, I'm going to throw a tantrum. But right. he ain't feeling that neither. Like, Mm-mm. I know God. Like, I'm like, God, I ain't feeling this. I know you ain't feeling it. Right. <laughs> right. Like, but also, I, again, to give you back that analogy of husband and wife, think about that relationship. This relationship. If you're not. You just going to work and you doing this thing. It was like, okay, well, I fed you and I did you. Mm-hmm. You good? Like, I acknowledge you. I acknowledge Hi, that. Good morning. I'm not. Oh, yeah. good morning. Nice to see you. Right? Yeah. I'm not spending that intimate. This is icky. Yeah. I don't like it here. I'm yeah. cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The Lord is faithful. <laughs> well, we're not faithful. Exactly. <laughs> right. Amen. Amen. That's how you want to, but that's how you end up getting a work wife. Now yep. your husband, she's like, oh, I mm-hmm. liked you some cookies, uh, Gerald. Oh, you remembered. <laughs> oh, Gerald, it's your birthday. Right. <laughs> like, you know you and Gerald hanging out after work. Uh, Gerald, you want to go off after all your drink drinks? <laughs> like, Ger- and she, all she doing is listening to Gerald. I'm screaming. <laughs> like, like, Gerald. I'm screaming. Okay. But yeah. Go, don't. Don't get Gerald out here. No, like, get Gerald. Word. Mm-hmm. Now Gerald got a whole new situation because he's not getting the love, attention, affection, and intimacy that he needed to get at home, mm-hmm. which he could have mm-hmm. got, which you're capable of giving him. But what's distracting is everything that Gerald gave you. Yep. So how do we refute that? Go back to what scripture says. Seek first the kingdom first. Praise and so whatever first looks like to you. I remember when I was first getting started with my prayer life, I was really trying to be, I won't say be like everyone else, but I had the same, I had this goal of, okay, I need to be up at this time, praying at this time. Pray. And, you know, I don't refute you working towards that goal because I feel like it is best to seek the Lord in the morning. But you have to start, you have to start somewhere. And I feel like it says that because that's when you're least distracted, right? Um, so go back to what the scripture says seek first the kingdom and everything else will be added unto you and i think that's the best way for us to avoid delays what do you want to say to close out hold up i want to pull up that scripture okay matthew uh 633 it's matthew 633 mm-hmm. oh look at you you know exactly where it's at so matthew 633 From the house and the address um yeah just kind of having being disciplined yeah and discipline is hard it is so discipline is really what Put you into intimacy and relationship and being intentional you mm-hmm. have to be intentional with god like you need to be intentional with people you need to be intentional with your husband your wife your enemies your cousins yeah mm-hmm. whatever thing you hold dear yeah it's gonna take yeah. I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like to say work but it is gonna take intentionality it's intentionality yeah, yeah. i don't like the word work it's an icky word yeah. i don't like it um be, beat your flesh up too like the i was telling you about the guy that was like um, he was like, you got to come to the point where you got to start bullying your flesh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're supposed to be reading your word more. And you're like, I'm tired. I'm sleeping. Okay, well, maybe I need to stand up and read my word out loud and walk around the house. Right. Maybe I need to get up out of my bed and go pray in a separate room in right. the morning. If I'm always promising the Lord I'm going to get up at this time, but I'm always falling asleep because I'm praying in my bed. Okay, now I need to get up from my bed and go pray mm-hmm. in the room. Maybe I need to do something radical and pray during the cold shower. I don't know. Whatever's going to work right. for you to make your flesh obedient to the process of discipline. That's, I love that. <clears throat> That's yeah. amazing. Well, hopefully today you learned a little something about distraction. We talked way longer than we planned. We really did. Uh, your phone case looks like my phone case without sparkles. Give me. And without saying Princess Mikey on it. Give me. So I thought your phone was my phone, but then I looked at it and it was lackluster. Close us out. I'm about to. Free the people. People <laughs> needed to know that you were trying to bite off. Whatever. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Hot Tea. As always, please like, subscribe, and share. Send to your friends, send to your cousins, send to somebody you don't like. Send to your mama, your send baby to your mama, mama, your baby husband. mama here. Mm-hmm. Um, your friend, husband, <laughs> your friend. Everybody. Everybody. Your coworkers. Your co yeah, share. Mm-hmm. Um and leave a comment. Talk to us. Tell us about any distractions or delays that you've experienced. Or any or, advice. Yeah, anything that you like to share, we would love to hear it, and we look forward to hearing from you. But as always, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you all. Till next week. Bye. Bye.